Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, I am the podcast mogul Phil Better, the host with the most, and uh, you're watching Pretty in Pink, a Phil Better tale. Uh, without further ado, I'm just going to introduce everybody because who wants to see me talk, right? We got my man, Aaron Talks Film, who's so busy, he's... You don't normally introduce me first. You don't normally yeah, I always introduce do me first. first. I saw you were texting, so I needed no, to get you a, on I was here. actually sharing the live stream, so that's what I was doing. I was helping us out. But there yeah, you go. You That's my boy. Already got three people watching. Love your faces. Comment. <laughs> love them all. Hello, everyone. Um, Aaron, you gave us some big news today. And uh, are you feeling better? Because last week you were in a very difficult spot with the flu in that. Yeah, I, uh, I, I'm one of these people. I, I don't get ill very often. But when I do, because I'm a man, <laughs> it feels probably worse than childbirth. Sorry, ladies. But no, it... <laughs> You know when you just—he said it, feel, ladies, not I. Yeah, uh, you know when you just feel absolutely terrible and you just can't do anything. It's—it's it's been like that for a few weeks, but I'm—I think I'm about ninety-five percent better. There's still a little linger of the flu in there, but um, you know, as, as you know, I'm a parent, so I, I can't really dwell on it too much. I yeah, just you got no breaks. Going. You just go one hundred. That's it. That's I—I I just have to keep going and. Uh, hey, that's that's what we do. That's what men do. We just have to keep going. We just punch through it, right? We have those skulls and we punch through it. Uh, not that they're worse or better than anyone else's. Uh, but I'm going to bring in the third member of this crew, Mr. Multi-Millionaire himself. The man with so many nicknames, I don't even know what to call him anymore. Uh, it's Allo Skincare. How are you doing? Look at those guns. We were So everybody knows before in the green room, we were all like showing off our guns because uh, Aaron was like, I'm going to get into the gun. And so Al shows up sleeveless as he's known to do. And he's showing off those 24-inch <laughs> pythons. First and foremost, I should be offended that you not you didn't put me uh, as the first kind of announcement. Uh, so I should I should probably uh, I should probably hit you on that one, but I don't because you just look so pretty. Uh, no problem. Uh, but yeah, uh, you know, I'm trying to go the Randy Orton route and just kind of like sew some guns. I just I need to get some tattoos and like. Yeah, you, you we we were comparing tattoos, and to be fair, Aaron is the most tattooed person here. Um, out of the three of us, just really? his arms alone. He probably has something on his chest, too. I wouldn't be surprised if yes. he has got that like, fiery eagle on the chest. Oh, he's got the Batman symbol, of course. Nice. Over the nipple. Plus, on his hand, he has the gauntlet of infinity stones. So that's that a is, badassery right that is, there. Look that at that. Sick. All right, guys. I, I'm, yeah. I'm jealous because I have zero, like, no tattoos whatsoever so i got i got, a, I got a, a few tattoos on me um but we're not going to compare that because i have to take off more of my shirt and no one wants to see me shirtless maybe um, maybe eventually when you get more famous you you, you want to show the money makers so yeah that's when i get famous i'll start showing off my money making tattoos um aaron we're going to jump straight into news because there's a lot of stuff going on yes, uh before yes. anything uh make sure you're following dj overflow's amazing twitch channel over on twitch.tv slash dj overflow underscore mtl because you know we got to rep the montreal habs all the way there we go but also over on the other side of the pond mother england's pond you know we got aaron the dude who is the pop culture phenomenon in the making go check out aaron's stuff on aaron talks films he breaks down movies he gives you top tens he tells you secrets about 
actors that you've always wanted to know. So make sure you go over, check out his YouTube channel because it is worth it. Subscribe because he's putting out content weekly. Now, enough with that. Uh, also, make sure you like and subscribe the show because we need the likes and we need the love. Um, if you want to comment, comment down below. If you're watching us live, hashtag live. If you're watching the replay, hashtag replay. You know all that fun stuff that people say in these videos. I don't know. Coming out, is my internet that bad? Well, you did throw it for like a microsecond. Okay, good. Um, just making sure. Um, ladies and gentlemen, we are watch. We reviewed a couple, a uh, big movie, but we're gonna go first, first with something that's very interesting to me: the young rock actor playing Black Adam. What's going on here, Aaron? Give yes, us. Um, sorry, the, uh, I, I, thing I, that I you sent me here the, from yes. the uh, internet, but I just blocked Aaron there. Aaron, tell us a bit more about what's going on with uh, the young rock actor. Uh, well, yeah, the young rock actor. Um, he, I've not actually seen the young rock yet. Is that is that um, started airing over? In I the think States it's on NBC under... slash. Yep. Uh, yeah, uh, Peacock. Yeah, I, I I I know the concept of it, and it's it's quite an interesting thing that I want to try and get into at some point uh, when I get a chance. Uh, but Yuli, I'm gonna I'm really gonna mess this name up, so I do apologise. Yuli Latukifu. Um, I, I as a white person, I I think that sounds correctly, but I have no idea, and I we apologize. I'm just going to uh, give you the benefit of doubt and say yes. That's the that's the uh, right pronunciation. Yeah, there it, there it is on and... screen, actor Yuli. Yeah, you did a better job than I could on that name. <laughs> I, I'm white and British, so that's my excuse. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he he plays a, a younger version of uh, Dwayne the Rock Johnson in the in the the Young Rock TV show. But he has been cast in the upcoming Black Adam movie. Um, it it's, hasn't been released, uh, hasn't been revealed yet who he's going to be. But me and Phil kind of had some thoughts that maybe this could be part of the origin section of this movie. Mm -hmm. I'm hoping the whole movie is not an origin movie. But if they kind of do a five, ten minute flashback at the beginning of the movie... Why not get someone that's already got some credentials playing the younger version of Dwayne Johnson to play the younger version of Black Adam? So that's that's probably the the road that we're going down. And either that or he's playing his son. I don't know, but yeah, he's definitely going to be in the Black Adam movie. So Al, what what are your take on this? Uh, them reaching into someone who already portrays the Rock potentially being in this movie. Well, it makes sense to be honest with you. You know, you you want to like I get. Is it confirmed that he's going to play a younger Black Adam? No one knows what he's is. His role okay, is still no. secret. Okay, still yeah. secret. Well, look, you got connections with the Rock, so hey, take <laughs> take it, take. You know, you you're now yeah. in a kind of a franchise with the Rock. You got a job. You you have the TV show. You now you got into the movies with the Rock. You might as well just you know take as much as you can because you never know with these with these with this crazy world that we live mm -hmm. in Hollywood. But hey, good for him. I'm excited. I, regardless of what's going on, I'm excited for Black Adams anyway. So you could cast whoever you want, but for him, like I'm I'm good for good for. Uh, him <laughs> wow <laughs> al being eloquently that's why he always spins the one and twos he's I good like, on the I, like a, I look at the name and i'm just like nope i'm not even gonna like i'm not even gonna try <laughs> no i i, I had to it, this is my job i had yeah, to that's, your job. that's why i gave you this job <laughs> yeah so i didn't have to do those difficult pronunciations i do them enough in my day job i don't need to do them in uh in my pastime uh moving on to uh someone that i always love seeing a movie um, when he's in a movie, 
Um, you recently told me about uh, the Meg 2 coming back? Yeah, well, I, I think the Meg done quite well in cinemas. Um, it was... It was a Jaws. Yeah, it wasn't the best movie in the world, but it also wasn't the worst movie in the world. It was just kind of a movie that was there and a lot of people enjoyed. And it, I, the, the thing with Are you trying to be uh, politically correct here? You don't have to on the Phil Better Show. We, we strive for independence here. I, I thought the movie was fine. I'm just saying it's obviously done well enough to warrant a sequel. So the sequel is coming. That's that's the big news is that this is it's going to keep going. Um, <laughs> you I, sound I, disappointed. It, like I'm not, I'm not disappointed because it's not my money. You know, I you know if I don't want to watch it, I don't have to pay for it. It's not our money that's going into this, but it's it's going to happen. I, <laughs> The filming starts early in 2022. Um, yeah, it, it was a fine movie. I mean, I wouldn't be upset if a sequel didn't happen, but at the same time, a sequel is happening, so it's something to watch, I suppose. I just, it's it's just a nothing kind of movie for me. Just, am am I wrong? The impact I, that Jaws had. Yeah, I mean, Jaws is a classic, and it's kind of riding on those coattails, and they tried to do something different, but it's just not that interesting. Al, scary. your opinion on the uh, the Meg? I think I liked it maybe a bit more than you, Aaron. Uh, I thought it was just entertaining, and anything with Jason Statham, like I enjoy. Uh, but yeah, I think to a certain degree, you don't need to make a sequel. But again, this is a cash grab, so yeah. might as well just you know take it and just you know. But hey, uh, more Statham and more him saving and killing sharks. Hey, I'll take it. <laughs> Yeah, who doesn't want more sharks being killed and blown up? Especially prehistoric sharks. I want prehistoric sharks, not actual sharks, because I like sharks. Um, They're in the water. I'm on land. That's safe. But when they start walking like Sharknado, no, I didn't like that movie because I don't need sharks in the air. That's too dangerous. So hopefully they don't get the Megalodon in the air in a cyclone. I really like Sharknado more than the Meg, to be honest, because it's, it's so bad it's good. Yeah, of course. Category, but yeah. if they it, go it, that route with Jason Stang showing his comedic chops like he did in the movie Spy, then I'll take it too. You know what I mean? But all right, yeah. Aaron, uh, you uh, you gave me a little piece of news that I was really happy about because, um, well, who doesn't want another movie from the Godfather of Zombies himself? Yeah, that's right, ladies and gentlemen, from beyond the grave, like a zombie himself, George R. Romero. Is getting another movie coming out that he's been uh, trying to get officially. It's officially in the works thanks to his wife. Tell us more about this. Uh, do you know anything about the story, Aaron? Tell us. Tell us. We want more. More. Um, well, basically, like you just said, um, his wife is uh, going forward with a script that I believe he wrote just before he died. And like you say, he is he is the father of zombie movies. He 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 kind of took that vision and ran with it and made it his own. And every single one of his movies are incredible. Like one of my favorite horror genres is zombie movies. I absolutely adore them. And if not for him, we wouldn't have the amount that we have right now. Some of them not so great, but even the the bad ones are kind of good. But yeah, I mean, his, his vision and his story has been going on for decades and the fact that even now that he's passed, his legacy is still going on and we're moving forward with a new movie. I'm all for. I I think it's a great idea. Um, it says it's set in a decimated world. 
life has all but disappeared, but there still may be hope for humanity. It's basically post-apocalyptic. Um, I think it's going to carry on the stories of his movies. I think the last one was, um, nope, the name escapes me, but it, it was... It's a zombie movie. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the human race was still fighting back and they were still trying to get on with life, but it, it was almost at the end of that point before the zombies kind of take over more of the world than the human side. So okay. I think by the sounds of it, this movie is going to go the other way where, you know, you might have a, a little band of survivors trying to Republic. get back. That's, yeah, that's that's the sort of vibe I get from that that uh, mm. news headline. But yeah, I, I, I'm all for it because I love George Romero and I love zombie movies. Of course, Aloe Skincare or Skin Cream, <laughs> sorry. Uh, your opinion on uh, George R. Romero coming back with another movie? Uh, I I wasn't really uh, a fan of the last few George A. Romero movies that came out like a couple of years ago. Like, of course, I love the original 1960s version because it, it was kind of groundbreaking for its time. Uh, and also that black and white thing, it kind of is haunting to watch. Uh, and also, too, I did like the 90, 1985 version. And I think he also did the original Dawn of the Dead, right? So yep. that was a classic as well. Uh, I Yeah, no, no. I, I do have a, a love for zombie movies, but it, it all depends on how they like approach certain zombie movies. So uh, it would be interesting to see what, what kind of take will you know what kind of take will be in this new rendition uh a post-apocalyptic uh, you know i i hope it's nothing that's going to be like very generic i hope it's something that's going to be real special but uh for the most part maybe yeah i'm definitely gonna check it out i just well i my expectations is probably gonna be lower than yours per se but uh i'm excited give or take you know all right. This also brings me into asking questions because on the Real Boys, my other movie podcast that I'm a co-host of, we're going to be reviewing Army of the Dead. Yeah, Army of the Dead, which is the new Netflix army mo uh, zombie movie starring the big man himself, Dave Bautista, in an iconic role. And uh, just quickly, one sentence from both of you. Are you looking forward to it? If you are, why? And if you're not, why not? Go for Al. Oh, sorry. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, I, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm excited only because uh, I did like Zack Snyder's uh, version of Dawn of the Dead. So, uh, and you can't go wrong with Dave Bautista. So, uh, yeah. I, I'm excited to see it. You know. And uh, Aaron, that was pretty much going to be my answer. You know, I, I can't wait. It looks incredible. Zack Snyder, his, his uh, reboot of Dawn of the Dead. Is probably my favorite zombie movie of all time, which is strange because I love the original so much, but it's weird. It's just, I just think it's great. Zack Snyder's a great director, and the trailer looks fucking incredible. And I really can't wait to see Dave Batista just shooting the shit out some zombies. It's going to be so good. Yeah, it also looks like they're moving up the uh, intelligence of these zombies. So that's an interesting thing yeah. to see the evolution of them. But we're going to move on to one of our last pieces before we start reviewing the movie Pretty in Pink. Um, now I have a choice. Either we can go with what Aaron sent me or something that just broke that neither one of you probably have heard about. Aaron, I'm probably sure knows about it, but uh, I'll give it your choice. Go for it. The new news? All right. So um, just recently I read that there are photos that have been released for the Miss Marvel set oh. picture. 
Her yes. in costume. I don't want to put it up here because I don't want to spoil anything for anybody, but you can search it out. They're all over the web. You can go Miss Marvel on Twitter and you'll probably see the set pictures. Now you guys have seen, have you seen the pictures? Have you not seen the pictures? You have okay, excellent. So I saw I just saw it like a couple of hours ago. So yeah. Yeah, it, it was like just released uh I think on the internet in the last 24 hours, pretty much, yeah. or something like that. Your opinion, Aaron, since you are our go-to comic book dude with the uh, uh-huh. infinity gauntlet on your hand, uh uh, how how do you feel about the the images that were released? I think the MCU actually they actively have to go out their way to make a bad costume. Even the bad ones in the movies are still brilliant, and this is way up in the the really good category. It's not it's not bad at all. It it's it's pretty much comic accurate, but I don't. I like that it's not exactly like the comics. I like that they've done a, a nice little twist to it, like they do with a lot of the MCU uh, costumes. They but it's the modern world, in essence. Yeah, uh, but you look at it and you know who it is. You know what the character is supposed to look like, and she looks enough like that in the comic books that you, you know, the, the similarities in there, and you, you, you instantly know who she is, and that's the most important thing. But like you say, it's it's giving it a modern twist, and I think it looks fucking brilliant. I, all I right and uh, aloe skin cream uh you have anything to add to that no i i because i'm just i'm just looking it up again just to double check but yeah it, it's pretty much accurate to what i've seen like i, I haven't read the comics but from what mm-hmm. i've seen through the comic uh uh like covers and and pictures it, it's mm-hmm. it seems pretty dead on um and, and it's the first time there's a mask in the mcu is it the first time well you can't well captain america is considered a mask no Helmet oh, mask, Captain America and Iron Man. That's part of their Dead costume. Part, Derek. Listen, MCU, <laughs> MCU. Well, Daredevil's coming back to the MCU. Is he in the MCU right now? No. Well, Mel, yeah, he's a rumored to be in Spider Man. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, if we look at it, most of the superheroes normally have a mask, other than Spider Man, other than Iron Man, other than Captain America. But, Screw you off. They have but, a mask on for the first time, okay? I hate you all. Okay, we're going to go into the movie now because apparently I don't know anything about friggin' movies. Um, so this is it. We're talking Pretty in Pink, a John Hughes movie that was uh, filmed in 1988, uh, 86, sorry, uh, released in uh, theaters at the Man on the 29th of January, but February 28th, it was released world uh, statewide. Um, it has a small budget, of 9 million, pretty big at the time, but it actually hit 40 million uh, when it released after being in it. So um, it stars, you know, you have some of the big names at the time, Holly, Molly Ringwald, Harry Dean Stanton, John Sear, Amy, uh, Annie Pulitz, James Spader, and Andrew uh, McCarthy. Um, Aaron, or do you want to give us a quick overview of the movie just so that everybody can know what the movie is about? I'll try. Um, uh, wait, wait. Here's the thing. I'll, I'll let you go. Since Al loves this movie so much, we'll let Al give us the 
elevator pitch on this movie just because i've been leaning on you a little heavily with the news and that al give us the elevator pitch of pretty in pink this is a classic movie i this is one of my favorite john who's it's not the favorite but yeah it's it's set around 1986 like high school era basically it's like a love triangle like where um uh, let me get the character's name correctly. Uh, Molly Ringwald plays Andy Walsh, who is a you know a student who works at a uh, a record shop, trying to make ends meet, try to su- help and support his uh, his father, who is kind of like you know a struggling worker. You know, uh, they they deal with the cliches of high school life. You know, she's kind of like the anti popular social and then you know what i mean he has a friend named ducky who is also um uh like who's also like one of her best friends but secretly is in love with her too so there's kind of like a love triangle mixed to it as well so um and it deals with you know you know leading up to prom and leading up to school and leading up to college like the, the whole cliche of like high school uh progression to go right before going to college interesting elevator pitch elevator pitch i loved it um yeah this is the probably with the first time i saw this movie i am a huge fan as well uh but it's never really struck me as a movie to watch because it didn't really fit my normal uh viewing habits if you will um aaron what was your take this was your first time seeing this movie if i'm not mistaken yeah um i was actually really excited to see it when i asked you what the movie was this week because um, I didn't listen to the whole show last week. I listened to the majority of it, but I I kind of missed the end of it, so Sorry. I just needed to make sure what the movie was. And you said Pretty in Pink, and I was like, you know what? Straight away, John Hughes, love John Hughes, love eighties movies. I'm really excited to watch this movie, and I hated it. I I I just wow. I I it was so boring. I <laughs> it. Every single character in this movie is an absolute arsehole and the story plods along so slowly and by the looks of it, this, this whole kind of movie takes place in like one week, but it feels like you're watching it for a year and I just hate every single piece of it. I really did. I apologise, Al, but I just... Like, normally I try and be so positive with these things, but I, I, I was so excited when this movie finished. I just... No, no, I kind of, I get, I know because we were, when we were talking before the show, I kind of will, will think that you probably do hate it because I know a lot of my friends who do, who hate this movie too. Yeah. Uh, the reason why I kind of like this movie, like I, I, I see the flaws too, is because there's a problem is for me being a helpless romantic, Ducky. <laughs> I'm you know, married, so I don't get no, that yeah, no, but like with <laughs> you're British, Ducky, you don't, you don't do love and romance, you do cold, no. yeah, just with, with Ducky. <laughs> With Ducky's character, played by John Cryo from like uh, uh, Two and a Half Men, uh, he he basically was infatuated and in love with his best friend, which is Molly Ringwald's character, Andy. Yeah. Now, but the thing is, in the end, you think you know you, the good guy will end up with the uh, with you know the love interest and uh, mm-hmm. happily ever after and stuff like that. No, he gets shafted and you know jumps into the friend zone basically. So uh, yeah, he ends up being with somebody else, which is fine. But the whole purpose is you was you kind of root for Ducky to like be you know you know Molly Ringwald's like love interest and hopefully they get to, together at the end and la di da di da like 
like a typical love story, right? Like a typical high school mm -hmm. fantasy. But no, you're right. He, all these characters are assholes. Like, and then and that's <laughs> they're like high schoolers. And, well, yeah, that's yeah. it. That's high school life in the '80s. So Andy ends up being with like uh, the best friend of the dude who harassed, who pretty much bullied her throughout high school. So it's like, it, oh yeah, you know, you changed my ways, and now I'm a good guy, and blah 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 blah. But no, no, it, it's just for me what I like about this is kind of the complex socialite of high school in the 80s and anything again that that revolves around the 80s i love like the music the yeah the hair like again any movie that revolves around being in a record store i love so because I, that was ultimately a dream of mine to be if i was like living in the 80s or the 90s to work at a record shop but yes you are right in the sense that it it these people are complete dicks to each other, but that's high school life too. So yeah. I, I do comparisons to maybe like a lesser raunchier PG 13 version of like, let's say like American pie, but okay. it's just the, 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 the mentality is in this movie I find is, you know, you don't always get what you want, but yeah. You just kind of have to just go through and just live the motions through life, which is fine. But yeah, it does kind of, it just kind of, you know, bugs me a bit about this movie because I didn't want to say that it's my favorite John Hughes movie. Cause like, well, I, I, I just want to jump in yeah. quickly, Al, before you bring up other things. I want to, cause you touched on the ending where, yeah. uh, Andy or Molly was supposed to get with you hoped with John Sear, yeah. uh, her friend Ducky. Um, the original ending actually had uh, Andy and Ducky getting together, but yep. test audience booed it because they weren't happy with it. Because yeah. he's a dick as well. Yep, <laughs> they're all dicks. Yeah, he, but he then did they not actually. It. Obviously, John uh, Hughes wrote a new uh, f wrote a five page ending where obviously the the current ending Andy ends up with Blaine. And they shot this in one day. Yeah. Okay. Also, originally to play Blaine, instead of being uh, Andrew McCarthy, it was supposed to be Charlie Sheen. Yeah, I read that was in that's in the deleted scenes uh, of like what was supposed to happen. Yeah. Um, but uh, but uh, Ringwall Molly uh, was like, ah, uh, no, let's let's cast this guy first. Yeah. Apparently also, they, don't, they don't get along. Like they didn't no. because I don't know if they were in a movie together or something. But yeah, apparently there was a lot of like teen actor drama amongst the the brat pack so yeah. uh but at, at the time molly ringwell was like you know the goddess of the mid 80s so yeah, she like, was the john hughes queen yeah um also interesting john sear wasn't the original person they wanted to be cast as ducky yeah who was it it's uh the man the legend himself robert downey jr yeah, I heard something like that, but I don't think it would have worked for yeah, Downey. Yeah. But no, and they they agreed that the casting of Sear made more sense yeah. for the with the the ending that they were going with. Yeah. But yeah, this movie, it's it's just a rehash. I I felt of what people wanted their '80s high school life to be like. Yeah, and it wasn't. Because like I went to high school, the 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 kid who was picked on. Did not become prom queen or did not become prom king. It was uh, Mr. and Mrs. Popular all the time. So this, for me, it fell out like it didn't really feel real. It felt like it was a make-believe story of uh, how someone wanted their uh, high school life to go through, you know, uh, or how it ended. 
Like, I'll agree in the sense that I think the movie She Is All That is a better reputation of, like, happy ending high school life. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But Or even American Pie. He at least got some pie. Well, figuratively and uh, actually. So, yeah. No. But, um, Aaron, you've been given the hands to to reboot this or do a reboot of it now. Who are you casting? It's, it's, I don't think it's, just, it's not just about the cast. It's rewriting the whole story because the whole story is just terrible. No, no, no. Because... You can't recast the st- The story stays the same. Who are the actors we're putting in? I got the I story over for Al. You get the actors because you know the actors better than Al. I don't want to put anyone else in these situations. That's terrible. It's, it's a horrible movie and I wouldn't want any actor to have to go through that. I really wouldn't. It's... The the story needs to be touched up and the story needs to be made better because all right, all right, hold off, it, hold off. Because <laughs> we already know you're gonna slam the story. We don't need to slam the story so much. Okay, it's, all right, all right, all right. We only got right. three minutes left here before Actors, the show goes out. Um, Al, make this story better. <laughs> no, Aaron, you know what? Aaron, you make the story better. Just I I don't want everyone to be dicks. I mean, <laughs> it's the part even even Andy, the lead character, the girl that we're supposed to be rooting for to get her man at the end, even she's a dick. I don't know what it is about her, but it's just she's got dickish vibes. She ends up with a guy that treats her like shit over another guy that stalks her and will probably rape her if he had half a chance. Jesus! That's, that's the vibes that I got from him. He's not a nice guy. None of them are nice people in this movie. They're really not. So how would you make this a better story? I'd burn it. <laughs> Okay, I'm getting you off screen. You're dangerous. Can we mute you? (laughs) Al, uh, I'm giving you a minute here. Tell us how you would make this a better movie. uh, How can this movie be your number one? How can this... American Pie. There you go. That's it. That's (laughs) all I got to say. (laughs) All right, Aaron, um, bringing you back on in front here. Uh, We got... 90 seconds here. Tell us one where we can find you and what's the movie we're watching next. I don't week. think anyone wants to listen to me anymore. No, sorry. Um, I, I have got okay. a movie review coming up tomorrow. Um, oh, I forgot the name of the new Michael B. Jordan movie. I've started watching uh, Without it. Remorse, which we just reviewed yeah. uh, yesterday on The Real Boys. So yeah, I've not listened to that, that yet because I want to review it myself first before I listen to anyone else's opinion. But yeah, that's on Aaron Talks Films on YouTube. Uh, I'm also on Aaron Talks Films on Instagram and Facebook. I really must start using that page again um yeah i'm just aaron talks films everywhere and you find me here every week if if phil doesn't kick me off you're, you're my really, go-to guy for pop culture really, really, i i didn't want to go that far but honestly i just i did not like this movie i apologize Al, but this is <laughs> what's our movie for next angry. week so aaron i want you to randomly point to one of your posters and pick a movie it's got to be before 2000 so isn't it uh, it doesn't matter whatever movies there we can probably get what are we watching? Halloween. We're watching. Ho- we haven't done Halloween yet. No, we but- Halloween. We got the original Halloween next week, ladies and gentlemen. That's what we're okay. doing. Aaron, thank you so much. Just I'll be with you guys in a second. Throwing on Al here. Al, let us know where we can find you. What you got coming up this week? Uh, actually, tonight I'll be on Twitch. Uh, just DJing a hip hop set at nine uh, p.m. Eastern, and I'll be doing that throughout. And then that's pretty much it. And uh, just really quick, Aaron, I would recommend go check out Sixteen Candles. It's another uh, John Hughes, Molly Ringwald classic. So maybe that'll change your mind in terms of eighties, like high school drama propaganda. 
Well, there you go. Getting you off the stage. Ladies and gentlemen, I am Phil Better. This is the Phil Better Show, a movie review. Each week we have the amazing Aaron Talks film, the man with a million nicknames, Al, on, and we discuss movies. Next week, we are going to discuss Halloween, some of the news that is coming up. And ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank you so much for being part of the Phil Better Show, and I wish you all a good night.